podcast this is episode number 55 our christmas special so we're covering three films steve's scrooged mondo's batman returns and mine die hard too i'm one of your co-hosts we have todd we have uh mondo here who is the grinch you're not the grinch i say i was a grinch if anyone on this podcast. oh no no, your Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge. Steve. He's Tiny Tim. He's Tiny Tim. Hey, um. Uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Whatever Merry you Christmas. Thank you for listening to us. And uh, gosh, we've already watched fucking Elf, which I do not like. Uh, Grinch, the animated one. Jim Carrey's up next, which is fucking terrifying. If you look, Jim Carrey's performance is crazy in that movie. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, Christmas movies up the butt. I've watched Christmas Vacation like seven times already. Good movie, though. That's one of my only, like, that Christmas story, amazing. For, like, I, traditional been, Christmas movies, fucking fantastic. I've been banned from having the control in the living room with the TV because every time it's on, that's what has to go on. Between that and Home Alone, it's got to be Christmas Vacation all the time for me. Yeah, I think it's the best one for sure. I've been watching really just the stuff that's on AMC so far. I haven't really started my like actual Christmas watching. So I watched like Fred Claus. I watched um, what's that fucking one with the Deck the Halls? I think the one where they have like a, like a light show competition between uh, the Penguin and uh, the dude from Godzilla. <laughs> I'm not good penguin, at names tonight. <laughs> Brian yeah. Cranston and Danny DeVito. No, the the uh, '90s Godzilla. Matthew Broderick, uh, oh, Matthew Matthew Broderick versus Danny DeVito. Like they live across from each other and they try to up like their light game more and more and it gets like fucking insane by the end yeah so i watched yeah, those two. i haven't even put lights up yet but i don't really you're that much of a grinch uh well my kids keep telling me to and it's like the more they tell me the more i don't want to do it yeah. so i was supposed to do it last weekend but it rained here on sunday so Ooh. yeah I, I forgot last episode real quick um with steven seagal versus jcvd um I, I, we forgot to talk about it so i just want to touch on it real quick that uh steven seagal was talking shit that he could beat jcvd's ass at a party that uh, stallone was having so jcvd told him let's go outside and handle this shit and uh seagal just fucking bitched out and left the party because that's oh, what seagal man. does <laughs> Bitch. Bitch. jcvd would kick his fucking ass dude uh i want to fight i want them to fight now <laughs> jcvd still got it man dude have you seen seagal move now yeah, that's face. what I'm saying. I want to see if it. I want to see if his hand technique still works. Oh my god, <laughs> that's the only thing he's got. He's like the I fucking mean, sloth from uh, that fucking. Uh, like, from, uh, what's his Chris, name? Flash? That Disney movie. Yeah, Flash. Oh, <laughs> he's so shit. slow and old and shit. Like fuck that. Shit. Hey, but but his, but his kill count of Russians doing that move on his training videos is pretty fucking high. Well, that's yeah, why right. the Russians performing so well. They <laughs> fucking <laughs> trained them all. And this is what we do. Mike Tyson's up next. Oh, man. So anyways, uh, you guys, fucking Christmas is here around the corner. Well, here, by the time you listen to this, um, hope your guys' Christmas shopping's done. I hope everyone got their fucking gifts. I am still lagging in that department. I haven't bought everything yet. I haven't either. I'm missing, like, my parents. Because my parents are the most fucking difficult ass people. Hard ones, yeah. And it's every year. It's I don't know what the fuck I'm going to get them. Like, I'm panicking already you gotta be hard to shop for yourself oh yeah i'm impossible like for (laughs) but but (laughs) but if you ask me i will make you a detailed fucking list like that's that's why i I send people links and i I make it as easy as fucking possible but people just don't want to get what what i like what i want they're always like i don't want to buy that for them no that's what i want motherfucker (laughs) i'll get us some underwear 
yeah, give me like... give me an idea of what's on your list like one or two things this uh, year. like i want the entire hammer film collection on Blu-ray. Oh. hammer is like the uh vampire films from the Saturday. Like christopher oh, okay. lee, like christopher lee. Like yeah, exactly. oh yeah yeah okay because, because i got the universal monster stuff last year and uh what else do i have on my list oh a, a new keurig machine because mine is like fucking eight years old uh, at this on point, the fringes I, yeah so i want something that you know dispenses better and it's probably cleaner you gotta go with co- like a, a traditional coffee drip man over the keurig don't go for the drip don't go for the drip you can pre-program it so it like hits you off can pre- time. You, can, you can do it in keurig as well i know i just never like todd has got the most basic coffee. mr coffee yeah, yeah. fucking coffee maker dude Motherfucker, uh, I, will, I will take a picture of it i do have it's a, the most basic one. shut up because i do have a mr coffee Told you. On my, on my, on my desk at work. I told you, dude. And the I mean, shut up. I'll send you a picture of my freaking dope one. But yeah, coffee. I'm a coffee guy. Is it a horror coffee cup or is it just some dirty ass coffee cup you haven't washed in a week? Uh, I get like, I get a coffee mug like every year from the kids' holiday shops at school. Aww. So yeah, what's on your Christmas list? Plus, little birthday bitch. Don't try to get oh! away from it. You said you little B-day. Yeah, I did. I had my. I did have a good time. It was pretty quiet this year. The wife surprised me with a big oh, fucking she speaker. Surprised, she surprised oh, me. Oh no. Too. No <laughs> shit. Hey, it was my birthday, bitch. <laughs> uh, it was pretty quiet. My parents made me pozole. Um and we just kind of hung around at the house, just the kids, the wife and I, after we ate at my parents. So um, but as far as what's on my Christmas list is all the uh, adult shit that I didn't want growing up. So like um some heartburn medication for when I have heartburn because it's too expensive. I'm always buying my own. Um, some cha-cha pills when you get the shits, <laughs> you know, all the stuff you didn't want underwear, Viagra. socks. Oh, I don't need the Viagra need yet. Viagra although, yet? No. no, although we just had a Christmas party at work and we put together a basket and we put uh, one of those, uh, liquor store rhino erection pills in there. And I was 20, really, 20 wa- weed. <laughs> I really, I really wanted to take it home and see what happened, but, uh, I'm afraid I'd go into cardiac arrest with my blood flow. So uh, Spill that whole inch. <laughs> Woo, hey, it's hey, been a while. Hey, hey, it's been a long time. Hey, hey. Would you <laughs> would you say that to? Uh, I want to. Now I'm not going to set myself up. I'm just going to yeah, fucking yeah, sit there yeah. and eat. Yeah, I'm good. If you want to try it, I'm sure Steve has all the pills you can try out. The Viagra, Seattle, oh, all that shit. So. <laughs> wow, I just need him to get it over the border <laughs> for in, me. Dude. In one of those little things, you know, like for the daily, you know, where it's like <laughs> <laughs> Monday through Friday. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo, pop one. It. Hey, maybe at a Texas Frightmare, I'll put a fucking Cialis in each one of your guys' fucking drinks and just walk just around pop, with boners. Just popping boner pills. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys do? We popped boner pills and we it drank them to pictures. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Um, anyways, uh, let's get into some real, real quick brief news. We had the Game Game Award show that just passed December 8th. Um, I know I saw some chatter of this in the Discord. Some of the few announced games that we had um, was Judas which I think is very much in the same vein as Bioshock, which I'm technically playing right now. What did you guys think? I don't know if you saw it, Todd. Steve, I know you did. What did you think? I loved it. I mean, yeah, it, it gives me Bioshock vibes, and I fucking love Bioshock, so, and there's nothing, you know, bad about that, so I'm really looking forward to that game. Kind of came out of nowhere. I think it's yeah. from the cre- creator of Bioshock, right? It's just not that studio. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I'll definitely, you know, play that when it comes out. Did you see it, Toddy Boy? No. Oh, you got it. I'll send you the trailer. Is it like Judas as in religion? Judas? No, it's in Judas. It looks like a fucking uh, Bioshock game. I mean, it's hard for me to describe because the first time I played Bioshock that I'm playing right now, but uh, I know Cody was like, yeah, 
day one for him. So um, another couple quick games, uh, Jedi Survivor fucking finally, thank God, got announced the sequel to Fallen Order. It's coming out March 17th, 23. Looks really good. Calcast is coming back. Um, fucking, I cannot wait for this. Diablo 4, another game that was announced. It's been in the works for years. That's dropping in June of 23. Um, and I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing I want to cover in the news today um, was the passing of Kevin Conroy, man. Uh, Batman himself were, were doing a movie, um, which he didn't necessarily wasn't in it but he's the voice of batman that we grew up with in the 90s and everything else um so super sad about that r.i.p kevin conroy um a couple quick uh results from the game awards in some weird shape form elden ring won uh game of the year which is totally crazy to me considering that uh you know my my bias game of god award took so many more awards home that day other than game of the year but uh game of the year elden ring Best narrative, God of War. Best score, God of War. Best performance, Chris Judge, uh, Christopher Judge, who played Kratos. Uh, best indie, Stray. Which, when you get a PlayStation Five, Steve, I know you'll like it because it's an indie cat game. So um, you'll definitely enjoy that. And then b- best VR, which I haven't heard of, so I just want to talk to with you guys. Moss Book Two. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah, I played Moss One. Uh, it's okay. like a mouse game. It's like a it's like a platformer, but you're watching it from like a distance, like almost like you have a platformer on your table and you control gotcha. this mouse and stuff like that. It, it's all right. It's not my jam, but uh, well, they said the sequel to it got best VR game, so it, yeah, it, it must have improved. I don't put a lot of stock in the game awards, to be honest with you. Uh, it's a very yeah. biased show, so I don't know. It's uh. It's, fine. it's all about the reveals, baby. That's what I like the yeah, most is all the exactly. trailer reveals. Don't worry, you're getting a you're getting a walking simulator two, Death Stranding yes. two oh next year. God. I know you're looking forward to that. I don't know who the fuck wanted that. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not good at all. Uh, but uh, did you see that? There's a guy who just walked up with the producers stage. of uh of Elden Ring for the for the best game and he just like started talking started talking <laughs> yeah, on the mic part of the team he's just like a random fucking guy but he brought he up Bill Clinton or yeah, something like he, that he, he went into fucking like anti-semitic shit there so did the uh, other guys say like no no one knew what the fuck was going they on they didn't know what's going on yeah yeah they, it's just but he stood out because all the other guys are Japanese it's from software so it's like uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey funny though on a, on a funny note um I I saw on Twitter a picture of Monica Lewinsky. She was post. She posted something. It was like retweeted and ended up on my feed. She ain't looking bad, man. She is not looking bad. So, um, anyways, the oral office, baby. Fuck, dude. Fucking, what was Hillary thinking? She was like, "Oh my god, give me the blue dress." <laughs> oh man. Anyways, um, because of the Christmas special tonight that we're recording, because we're gonna be covering three movies in depth. Um, one of which we may slaughter. Um. We are not going to be doing trivia and a couple other things. We do, however, have a couple questions in the spirit of Christmas we wanted to get into. So, Steve, you want to hit us with those Tennessee Tickle questions? Damn right, right I do. So, Chuck sent us some questions, as he usually does. He's very reliable for that. So, Chuck, what is your first question? What's up, Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast? Chuck here with a few questions. First question, how do you think the meaning of Christmas has changed over time? Gosh, oh, that's deep. I mean, uh, I, I'm going I, more more for us rather than like the world. Oh, I, I was about to get in. Uh, I, I don't want to get into right. deep fucking bullshit. Like, just for I you, saw like, his soapbox as an adult versus when you were a kid. I would say. Oh well, uh, I mean, 
got kids, right, Mondo? So it's all about them now and their pleasure and excitement. Yeah. And I, it's super, I, I'm sure you can attest it's super gratifying to see their, you know, their faces. And, you know, I don't know if you guys do Santa and Elf on the Shelf still. Um, uh, I, we do. We do the first. I don't want to say it out loud because they're in the next room. But uh, we gotcha, do the main. Gotcha. We do the main guy. But I'm thinking of this year, kind of giving him that surprise. Like, hey, gotcha. guess what? So I know Chuck's kid listen so i won't get into it but we yeah. still do it halfways okay um so it's still nice seeing the the excitement that you knew as a kid and now you see it in reflection on your kids so yeah um do it for them what about you steve oh i have no kids so it's a different perspective you um, have cats you have cats but uh yeah they don't <laughs> give a shit other than <laughs> when they see the tree they immediately fucking tackle it like a, oh like, yeah Terry Tate in the uh, commercials for the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, the office linebacker. Yeah, the office linebacker. <laughs> um, well, well, but I got to say, I just appreciate Christmas on a different level as an adult, I feel. Like, it used to be about what can I get for Christmas? You know, it was all about, like, the gifts. Whereas now I don't really care about the gifts. It's more about, like, seeing my cousins and my family and just, like, spending time with everyone. And it's really about that to me now. And I, I just fucking love the season anyway like i love watching christmas movies i like to decorate i like to go to stores and just you know soak in the uh the ambiance but not too close to christmas because i fucking hate people at the stores yes. over christmas but uh yeah it's just a great time i, I love christmas so it's all it's only changed in that regard where i don't care about the gift so much anymore and care more about yeah. the experience so yeah i remember growing up as a kid always looking forward to christmas my family we traditionally uh, my side does Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day is reserved for the other side. Um, so as a kid, I remember just always being happy, like, oh, it's fucking Christmas, Santa, this and this and that. But to echo what Todd said, you know, growing up, the older you get, the more gratification you get out of giving to others. Um, and now being a father, um, getting them gifts is really cool. Um, but at the same time, stressful because the older they get, the fucking wants become more and more and more. Um, I want be an Apple iPhone 4 point yes. 17 yes oh, yeah santa's gonna buy a 500 fucking no motherfucker, no <laughs> see and then in the another example though is my family we're usually happy as kids getting like one or two or three gifts that was like the fucking world you hit the lotto but when i met my wife their family does multiple gifts like 10 minimum each per kid um so it's stressful for the holidays because you just think like, gosh, we have to buy for she's got six nieces and nephews. Um, and that alone, I mean, if you're spending, oh, 50 they're doing that for 10 for each cousin and everything. I mean, it's kind Fuck of a little that. bit of an exaggerated number, but I can tell you that it used to be like 50 to 75 bucks per kid. And that adds, yeah, that adds up. Um, but this year, hopefully a little different. We focus a little bit more on our own kids. Um, and they got some good shit coming through. And so there's the wife. The wife wanted some crazy stuff that was like, are you sure you want that? I mean, it's bigger than me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> eight incher. Oh, shit. No, but I love Christmas. Uh, I think I love Halloween a lot more. Um, but Christmas definitely is up there for different reasons now for the kids. So Awesome. All right. So, Chuck, what is your second question? Second question. What is your favorite non-traditional Christmas movie? Mm, damn, that's the same question that uh Cody and when Weezer kind of have coming up. Um, always Star Wars for me. Come on, come on, Star Wars, Star Wars. Yeah, I watch Star Wars every fucking Christmas, dude. 
Oh, why? Like I, I read. I don't know. Like, Wizard Face talking about that. Why is Star Wars a Christmas? Time no, you know what? You? you know what? I was thinking that, and then I she posed the question on there, which you know, spoiler alert, Weezer. Here's some of the answer to your question. I don't know why. I just Star Wars is such a big part of my life, and come around Christmas because I celebrate my birthday, Christmas, and my wedding anniversary, and all that shit all together this month. So I just always traditionally around december it's episode four five six one two three now seven eight nine uh, i was even thinking of starting the mandalorian i can't give you a good reason on why it happens but it just for me it's my comfort zone especially in december to sit down and watch um the movies that i love okay um so i'll go a little generic then it's Die Hard, man i mean we covered it last year i love it it's one of those movies i watched a ton when i was a kid and it's got that christmas soundtrack that just hits right you know with killing terrorists <laughs> yeah D- die hard is one of the like the three absolute must movies for me every single year uh, i go to my um sister's house and i ha- start my first drink with my brother-in-law and we watch die hard together that's been yeah. a tradition for like a uh, fucking 13 years now i just absolutely love it um it's amazing you know so that would definitely be my non-traditional christmas movie that uh I watch, but it is a Christmas movie, so it's not like super non-traditional in a way. Um, if I go outside of that, there's really nothing like a Star Wars or something that I watch every single year around Christmas. I sometimes go into Lord of the Rings around this time of year, though, because yeah. I just have time off, and I like to have one day where I do nothing, and binging the Lord of the Rings the trilogy is sometimes what I do, so that would be the closest thing I think that I have to this answer. Uh, I have a couple more, but I'm going to save them for the next questions with Cody and uh, Weezer. Cool. Uh, Chuck, what is your final question? Last question. What memories would the ghost of Christmas past, present, or future show you if you were in a scenario like Scrooged? Thanks, guys. Look forward to the episode. Happy holidays. Love you. Mean it. Oh, dude. Oh, shit. (laughs) How much time does Mondo get? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know, dude. Ghost of Christmas Past would show me all my, uh, you shouldn't have uh, invested so much in certain things growing up. You know, you should have invested more in yourself and not jerking off every second you had. Said, masturbation, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking life a little bit more seriously as a teen. Uh, present. Uh, I don't know, dude. My present life is not too bad. I'm, I got it pretty good. The wife's, yeah. the, the wife's the breadwinner. We got our house. We got health, kids. Uh, fucking dog. I'm present's pretty good. Future though, hey, your wife is um, great. She's all right. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she's all right. She's a she's a five. <laughs> uh, future though, I don't know, man. Show me uh where I could be if I commit myself a little bit more to to fucking doing things that I should be doing as opposed to uh, playing Bioshock for the last three or four days. I don't know. I don't really have good answers for the other than uh, young Mondo back in past. You don't want to see that shit. <laughs> There's a lot of hard, t- a lot of hard towels somewhere. <laughs> yeah, your mom's like, fuck, man, another sock. Ooh, original. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Hard one here. Um, past. You know, I had a, I don't talk about it a lot, but had a really rough move to Texas, honestly. It hasn't worked out uh, for us for, for various reasons. So Christmas fast to be like, Hey, you fucked up. And I'm like, yeah, I already know. And then uh, president would be similar along with Mondo, you know, like, you know, not happy where we're at um, geographically right now, which is a shock because we, you know, whatever. 
but uh, I still got health and you still got a house and cars and jobs and schools and all that shit. So that's good to be thinking for in future is probably just being, you know, thankful, more thankful for what you have, you know, and instead of focusing on like, oh, I don't like, you know, our bathroom, let's fucking move houses. No, motherfucker, shut up. Like, go to Europe, you know, go visit some other countries, go travel, get the the wife and kids some good memories, you know, before they're old and hate you and stuff like that. So, yeah, stick with that. Stick with that. I think your guys' is, uh, your ghost of future would show you guys the chaos you're going to cause in uh, Frightmare in May. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they'd show my past where I used to not worry about stupid shit, you know, just the like... The man, the legend. Yeah, right. No, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. You know, when I just really didn't give a shit about what anyone thought. You know, maybe I give too much of a shit now what other people think. So that might be my past. Uh, my present is really seeing people that I really like that I don't get to see enough. You know, my friends, my family members. Like, I'm so fucking busy in my regular life that I don't get to spend enough time with my friends and family. And that's something that I think sucks. And I should probably, you know, get better at kind of seeing them. And my future is definitely I need to fucking work out and take care of myself because I am on a highway to an early grave at this point. And it's, you know, it could be really soon. So I need to fucking get on it. Just like Frank Cross did, you know, it's basically a shot of my family over my corpse, over my uh, <laughs> my coffin, because I need to get it. But fast train. food is so good. I know, but it'll fucking kill you. Chips. You know? I don't do the chips as bad. I love chips, dude. Yeah, you, you have this idea that like, them. You know, when you're in your 30s, that oh, I don't, I don't really know anyone who died in their 30s. I'm fine. You know, yeah, I'll be the well, first one. Once yeah, you hit, now, once you hit 40s, you start like hearing about people dying in their 40s, and you're like, fuck, I'm not, the, you know, young anymore. You know what the worst part is, man. Honestly, and I think all three of us can use more exercise in our lives. You know, like it's just easy because we're fucking nerds. We watch movies, we play games, and I love sports. And I know Mondo, you fucking love sports. And oh yeah, I do. It's like, but. I don't know, but anyway, um, lost my train of thought because I'm a fucking idiot. Now I'm thinking about like life failures because this fucking movie. You know what? Do do you guys do you guys run into the problem? And I I, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but you know, like, hey, I open the fridge and I have this that I can cook. But do I really want to cook and make dishes? And then and well, you know, it's probably only like 20 bucks if I get a few tacos for the family and stuff. Like that. That is, I have like 10 pounds of fucking frozen chicken that's been inside of the freezer for like a month. And I just, the idea of touching it, I'm like, I don't want to. Got to defrost it, cook it. Everyone's picky. It's yeah, just... we'll throw stuff away too. And it's like, oh, oh. the ground beef, the ground, not even ground beef, the ground turkey that we were trying to be healthy with went bad. Guess we yeah. got to go get uh, burgers. <laughs> but I was yeah. going to say, like, one of the worst parts too is like you get like, like a sharp pinch in your arm like it's oh fuck i'm a, a, a heart attack like, right heart, like my left arm oh my god or like ah. you get like a like you have to shit really fucking bad You're like oh do i have fucking colon <laughs> you know like everything that you feel like a, a headache am i having a fucking aneurysm everything you feel now is like the first thought dude, is like am i dying dude i've i've been playing bioshock for the last couple of days and i'll be like on the couch to my side and my left thumb goes numb and i'm like this is fun i'm having a stroke it's it's coming i need to get up oh my gosh don't google it either <laughs> yeah Just that's what i'm gonna say yeah. you're dying yeah oh, <laughs> i know googling like you're already in your deathbed it's like it's web md's like what are your symptoms call 911 immediately yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh okay let, thank you chuck 
Uh, going into some questions we got from Odd Job versus 007. That's Cody. Uh, kind of what we talked by, about previously. What other non-traditional Christmas movies do you guys keep in rotation? I said Star Wars. Uh, Steve delves into a little bit of the Lord of the Rings. Die Hard for both. Um, another thing that I watch is a lot of 007 movies. Is the originals, like Sean Connery ones and stuff. I'll watch those. I don't fucking know why. But it seems like there's always a marathon this time around the year of those movies. So I'll watch them. And the biggest thing, I know it's not necessarily Christmas, but like um, New Year's Eve, they have the fucking Twilight Zone yes, marathon. I, I fucking, I fucking yeah. watch that shit. And the wife's like, what are you watching? It's stupid. I'm like, no, it's not. It's the Twilight Zone, babe. But yeah, those are some more to add to that. You guys have any more to add to some more movies keeping the rotation? No, okay. I was going to say Twilight Zone, man, because that that. For like two days straight, it seems like. <laughs> yes. 24 hours, yeah. Back to back to And those stories are, some of them are really fucking good, dude. Yeah, Rod Sterling. Oh, dude, he's fucking yeah. amazing. You're bent to another dimension. Oh, shit, where did I go? Um, Is there any franchise you three would like to see get a Christmas special or movie? Uh, let's yes. see Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to the Expendables. I, I just oh, want to see damn. a full-on jingle all the way but all the action stars trying to get one toy <laughs> that'd be awesome yeah yeah bring sinbad back i know he's recovering from his stroke, oh, yeah, so. stroke he yeah does not look good Man, he's kind of, they had a nice article about him slowly getting stuff back so uh, i, I hope so. for him yeah. yeah i hope so yeah he may not have been my best part of jingle all the way but no he, one that he's someone's brother father all that yeah. shit so plus better. without him no felonies in that movie so <laughs> no felony you got any movies in mind todd that you want to see a christmas uh, take not on? off the top of my head no not this time i'm totally down down for jurassic park and that's for you eric i know you listen so jurassic park christmas theme something to that effect um and the last question to round out the night before we get into the reviews is from weezer face um again this is kind of alludes to what we spoke about previously but do you think any movie can feel like christmas if you watch it at this time every year and then her example was some people consider Star Wars. I'm I'm some people, but you think there's any other movies that can feel like Christmas that are not necessarily in that genre or that setting this time of year? I mean, nothing. So some movies like glance by Christmas, like Ghostbusters. Right? They have one sh- one shot where it's them in Santa hats, like running down uh, New York City with the you know with the traps. So there are movies like that. They'll make me think of Christmas a little bit, but there's nothing that. Yeah, if I watch something in December, it doesn't make it a Christmas movie to me. Um, you know, with the kids, not so much now because they're older, but a lot of the movies they used to watch, like Frozen, um, that definitely would have that aesthetic for me when they were little growing up because I used to watch that shit so much time. Anything Disney really for us, um, when they were younger. And for me personally, though, anything that's on TV at the time, I guess I can kind of oh, my favorite other Christmas movie is Friday after next. Um, it's such a fucking dumb movie, but I absolutely love it. I watch it during Christmas all the time too with the wife. Um, we get a kick out of it, but yeah, I, I definitely think that whatever, there are things that can feel like Christmas. Um, but mostly for me, it's whatever's on TV at the time. I guess it just automatically feels that way because of the season. Todd, you got anything? Unfortunately, no. I was just listening, listening to you. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I love Friday after next. Is that Ooh, the third, uh, second you. or third one? That's the third one. third one. I don't think I've seen the third. No, I definitely haven't seen the third one. The third one's fucking, it's, it's, if nothing else, it's got some good fucking laughs in there. It's um, got Debo in it? No, no Debo. No. It, he's replaced by, um, what's the football player? Terry Crews. 
Oh, he's like a, he's like another one, but it shit's fucking hilarious, dude. Watch it with the wife. Just fucking psych her out one day. Friday the first one, man, that's a fucking banger. Like every time yeah. I watch it, it's good. Hey, Smokey's over here taking the shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby, it's that time. Let's it is first. time for our reviews. Yeah, who wants to go first, man? Shall we go elder gentleman to younger gentleman, or how do you want to do this? Height to height. <laughs> Fuck, I'm last then. <laughs> we can since we're talking about being overweight, we can do belt sizes. Or... <laughs> uh, uh, I think I, I'm at I'm at stretchy. <laughs> who, who felt? Who thought they were gonna die most recently? <laughs> uh, that's every day. I'm surprised I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so are we going die? Are we going die hard? Are we going action? Are we going well, more go die hard? Oh, we'll do it in the same order. I put them in the title. So <laughs> die die hard's first. All right, die hard, okay. 1990. Die Hard 2, sorry. Die Hard. <laughs> did you guys watch the trailer for this? No, but I, I did. It was on Twitter. so, like, Christmassy. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the now, Die Harder. I'm like, right. yes, I want to fucking do I it. Would, Let's go. I wish I had that fucking voice, man. Die Harder. Yeah. Paper, 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 paper. Paper, paper, Gosh, he's fucking... Okay, here's my synopsis, okay? See if you can catch on to what I'm doing here based on the theme of Die Hard. John fucking McClain has gone from a motherfucking NYPD cop to one with the LAPD. He's in a D.C. airport on fucking Christmas Eve waiting for his fucking wife to land. All right, so I'm stopping right there because fuck is said a thousand times in this movie. And I love it. Absolutely there for it. Every motherfucker in this movie from airport janitor to the fucking radar dude to the bumfuck soldiers everyone's a motherfucker everyone's a fucker everyone's a lazy fucking piece <laughs> of shit i'm about it so john is uh he's patched things up with his wife okay they're in dc for the holidays they're gonna go see her family right the in-laws and he calls her he's fucking cold he's he's cool as fuck he's cold as ice dude he calls her with that little smirk he's like hey baby how about we just take the kids over to in-laws get a hotel room yeah see what the fuck happens. she's like i'm about to get on that d and he's like all right call you later and she says yes dude with the yep. smile on her face so bitches are hitting on him he's eyeballing but John never sleeps, dude. He's on the fucking case. He's in there in the waiting room or whatever at a restaurant. He sees these shady ass looking dudes hiding some packages when the cops go by. Immediately, his fucking red flags go up. So we have John in the airport in D.C. We have this terrorist general dude that's being arrested by the United States, being flown in the U.S. to this airport. And we also have this fucking colonel, these soldiers that are retired or whatever, in the airport trying to wreak havoc. And it's all to gonna converge because these terrorists want to fucking get the general on their team and rule the world where the fuck they want to do i don't know so john starts seeing stuff he starts falling around the airport shits kicks off but of course dude the lazy ass fucking cops in the airport don't believe john because they're like oh you're that john mcclain you were the hero nakatomi plaza big fucking deal get out of my fucking airport so john's running around like no one believes me and he starts killing terrorists and shit the planes fucking are stuck in the air because the terrorists took over the control fucking consoles of the airport and say, if you fuck around, we're going to blow up the airplane. I'll leave it at that. John's running around. He's trying to save the day. This time he's in an airport instead of Nakatomi Plaza. Um, honestly, first time in a long time watching this movie. I've always loved part one, but part two, when I was a kid, I didn't really feel it, you know? But watching it this time, I fucking was into it. It's got some issues, sure. It's not as good as part one. It's, it's hard to follow up with the best action movie of all time with my greatest action hero of all time, John McClane. But John's great. Bruce Willis is fucking fantastic. Um, I love it. So, you guys, thoughts? Take it, Steve. 
All right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mirror what you said. I mean, Die Hard is going to be, is like impossible to top. So there's no way they were doing that. But Die Hard 2, it's like growing on me every time I watch it. I love it a little bit more. You know, it's just, it's a fun movie, man. It's a great like action film. There's a lot that goes on in that movie. Like a fucking lot of things. There's plane explosions, gunfights, uh, tasers and stuff in the air, stuff on the ground, stuff on the tarmac, stuff in another place. There's a fucking car chases and it's just like bonkers how many fucking things happen in this movie. It's crazy. Uh, I just it's it's so funny. It's, it's like it's so nineties. First of all, they're they're even joke about that it's in the nineties. They're talking about microchips, microwaves, and faxes and air phones. Like it's like the biggest deal ever. You know the the big technology it's over the there. Nineties, babe. Yeah, uh, I fucking love uh, the relation. Well, the or lack thereof relationship with the the head cop and uh, John McClane. It's just so Lorenzo. funny. Yeah, Lorenzo. Fuck him. <laughs> He's so. I just love like their little like, kind of back and forth, you know. Um, it, it's just it's just fun. Like it's a fun movie. It is a tad too long. Uh, I th- I think it drags there for for a bit by the end. And there are definitely some issues. Like it's Christmas, and not a single person is working in bags. Like there's not a single person throughout that entire fucking fight working at the baggage claim, which is that's how you know unreal. Steve's a fucking traveler, dude. <laughs> there is no one at baggage claim. Yeah, no where's the security on, uh, on the baggage? It's, it's just like conveniences like that, but I can overlook them because uh, it's it's a great fucking movie, and the villain is, is cool. You know, it's, it's no Hans Gruber. Uh, it's no yeah. not even Simon Gruber. My name's Clay. Right, <laughs> but he, he does a good job. You know, it, it's a different character, and I I like that. Dude, this movie started real fucking quick. It's like you turn it on, it shows you like whatever Warner Brother, whatever the fuck it is, and then all of a sudden Die Hard Two drop you in the scene. John McClane, hey, you parked your your car here, you asshole. I'm like, what the fuck? This movie starting? Okay, let's sit down and get ready. Um, John McClane, like you said, Todd. He, Fucking, he's a macho man, dude. This guy can smooth talk you into your panties. Like, he's just the fucking man. But the greatest opening part was fucking uh, William Sadler. Naked William Sadler. I'm like, what the fuck is this dude doing? I know this isn't real because it looks hot in his room and his nuts are dangling and you can't see them when he's doing his naked kicks and stuff. Have you ever done that? Don't lie. No. Naked karate in your room. (laughs) Okay. All right, so William and I are the only ones. <laughs> but that shit had me going. Um, I love that you have young uh, Robert Patrick and John Leguizamo in here. I mean, John Leguizamo is the biggest, like, what? was that him? Yeah, that was him. But fucking young Robert Patrick here was great. Um, I felt like this movie was really just a copy and paste of the first one. Uh, just changed the setting a little, you know, more terrorists in a different place. And only John McClane has the Avengers type superhero power to stop everything. Um, I was kind of, they didn't really say how long this movie takes place after the first one. Right. It's, like, isn't, not, like, isn't it the next year? Well, like, that's year, quick years later. Yeah. That's quick for John to go from well, fucking so. NYPD to LAPD real quick. Um, probably joined the LP like right after. You know, yeah. But I don't think, I'm not sure you can lateral over to the position that he did immediately. Uh, you can oh. in movie land. <laughs> you can in movie, movie land. <laughs> I know. Plus, he like saved the world in LA. So I'm Steve sure was like... talking. Steve was talking about baggage claim a minute ago. Now you're getting on me for fucking <laughs> lateral over. Get out of John, here. He just talked to the fucking chief, and he's like, "Hey, come on, man. I want to be a fucking." Yeah, okay. All right, get in. Car- Carl Winslow, like, put him in a good yeah. word for there him. You there you go. Hey, fucking Winslow. Oh, I dude, shot a what? kid. 
<laughs> shot a kid. <laughs> One of my favorite fucking parts of this movie where it really got me on for the ride was Colonel Stewart. Could we have a few words, please? You can oh have two. Fuck and you. <laughs> now I gotta delete that note. Fuck. That's two, that's two you stole from me. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm you. sorry. Fucking you. <laughs> uh no one no one finds it weird that disgraced Gen- uh Colonel Stewart is at the fucking airport where a drug lord general's being flown into. No one. Not one person is kind of like this is weird. Uh but uh just a couple other little things and then I'll hand it over here real quick. Amazing that there's a shootout in the baggage area and not one fucking person heard it. Um, you know, especially with automatic weapons going off, but whatever. No, no um, one like, works there. <laughs> no That's one why. works in the baggage. Yeah. yeah. I love that the movie makes fun of itself where he's like, eh, it happens to me twice. It's like, who's the what's the chances? Um, no, there's no solution, no solution at all to the runway outage. I mean, the lights go out, there's no fucking solution at all. It's just let them fly in the air until they run out of gas. That's the best thing we can do right now. I love that the plane crashes later later on this movie. Hundreds of people are killed. And it's just like, whatever. It crashed. Ah, move on to the next plot point. They're, um, they're in fucking D.C. You're telling me there isn't a runway within fucking 10 miles of that airport? Nothing. nothing military dude. bases? Anything? No, let's just leave and, them in the air until they crash. Steve, you're the frequent traveler. How the fuck did Grandma sneak a taser on the plane? Oh, man, the 90s were a different time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah ta- tasers on the airplane and that fucking th- stethoscope, like, uh, earphones that they used to have i don't know if you guys are too young to remember those but that's way what they too used, young that's what they used to give you on airplanes is those fucking like things this oh god good yeah, times earwax probe earwax probes for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh my last thing is crazy how john's fucking superhero status just gives him the uh gains access to every single thing in the airport like hey he's a cop fucking let him in here let him here talk to the president while you're at it he's john fucking mclean um fuck that airplane ejection when they throw the grenades in there because no fucking Boeing or whatever the hell it is has an ejection in the captain's seat to get out of there. And mind you, what did they fucking throw the grenades with the pins inside of the plane? Cause what was that? Like 30 seconds and the fuckers didn't blow up. I was like, what is going on here? Uh, but I loved it. The, the, the movie was really fun. It's nothing's going to ever top die hard. Uh, the first, the original, uh, but this one was more so of a, just like a funny fucking sequel. I th- like you said, all the fucks and stuff. My favorite and final last moment f- um, for this movie is Holly. Here's your fucking landing lights. When he lights the fucking flame thing. What did Holly do to you, dude? One minute you want to get in her pants, and next minute you're yelling at her for being in the air. Fucking John McClane, man, he's the man. He's a beast, bro. And it was it's really fun seeing these movies because like you already mentioned the taser getting on a plane, which probably would have been allowed. Um, pay phones when was the last pay phone you saw um, Fuck, air, yeah. airport security is non-existent you can just walk up to planes chill whatever um, there's a Redskins poster that's, that's oh. a sign of the times we don't have that anymore it's a commander's <laughs> um, him having a, pay, a pager is a classic and almost kills him and it's just like he his performance like I know like he gets a rat for playing the same character and everything Um but his performance, like, is really good. Like, he portrays someone that is at his wit's end because no one believes him, and all the signs point to there being a problem. And he's just like, no, I, yeah. and he just takes it under, like, in in his own power. It's like his performance is excellent, in my opinion, in this movie. He really thought he was going to stop a plane with two metal poses with fucking fire on the end of them. Like, hey, don't land here. Yeah. Okay. At least he tried gonna... something. No one else did. 
All those I, I know. Are fucking doing nothing. But it's just crazy because you know every every law enforcement agency has different variation of badge, right? And when he goes into that baggage area, he's like, "Hey, you got a key to this door? Well, of course I got a key to that door. Who's asking? I'm asking. Open it." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, just asked nicely, fucking John. Hey man, you have a score on a cop. I'm looking at a suspicious person. He said he wants to swing his dick around. Smoking in the fucking airport that is non-existent. My fucker just lights up. Yeah, it yeah. just I. Hey, nobody thought it was weird that these really totally uh, gravy seals were coming out of their rooms, all uniform with shiny boots and and Christmas gifts, and not one red flag, dude. That shit ain't passing nowadays. No I, fucking way. I bet his room smelled terrible. Fucking small sweat. <laughs> so were, were all the fucking like terrorists just waiting at their door so they can leave in unison? Like super. It sounded like, like they yeah. super cool, bro. <laughs> yeah. They did it like William, three times. <laughs> I did like William Sadler in it. I didn't like the um. The other guy who comes in that, later that on. That was dumb. Like I, that double cross was just like the, too much. Uh, the major. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that didn't do it for me. It's just like okay, we don't need this. Like we, we know they're cross. bad. It's just yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just so and they then, can show him shooting the blanks at Lorenzo. Dude, he would have. John McClane would have been. Would have got blown down. away. Are you yes. kidding? Of they're all like pointing at him, and he yeah. just lets him shoot like a fucking. Yeah, uh, that would have been a. That would have been a lot of dead people considering the crossfire in that scene too. It's like the fucking part in Total Recall where all they're shooting at the hologram at each other. It should have killed them all, but he was ha 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 ha. Yeah, that. But it, this movie is fun for that. The action's fucking great. Um, yes. You get your explosions. It's fun. It's John McClane. I have never seen anything past. Well, I, I take that back. I've seen the one with Samuel. Oh, that's great. But, I love that one. I haven't seen any of the other ones after that. Like when he goes like, to Russia like or four. something. I like four or five. Yeah, six. Four is pretty good too. Surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. Um, to after hard. five, it gets bad. Yeah. There's an Russia after five. Yeah. There's, I think there's six, uh, right? I think the last one was Russia. Really? I thought with there was Jai Courtney. I thought there was two of them after. Uh, I, don't, after I don't think four. so. Um, but they could have cut some stuff, man. I think the sleazy reporter from part one was unneeded. Oh, I hate that guy, dude. That. He's a little weasel fuck. Um, and then a lot of the stuff on the plane, too. Like, we didn't need to keep going back to the fucking plane. Like, grandma packing. Yeah. Here's hey, some Holly's, champagne. Uh, Holly's banging, bro. Like, Holly's hot. I put I put her name here as Holly DiGiorno. DiGiorno. Because <laughs> I couldn't remember her fucking last name in the first movie that she goes by. She's hot, uh, Dij- Yeah, something like that, DiGiorno. Um <laughs> Yeah, and I fucking hate Lorenzo so gosh damn much. <laughs> He's a fucking and his brother. And his brother. Yeah, his piece of shit fucking brother. And then the guy that betrays everybody, he has the best line. Lorenzo, shut the fuck up and do something useful. But, like that was so <laughs> yeah. funny. But overall, yeah, I, I thought it was fucking great. I think the the craziest line, like nice word, nice play of words there, fucking uh, asshole. It's uh when he says the plane must arrive unmolested. Oh, like... <laughs> wow. <laughs> That fucking oh, uh, What about the line too, where right before the SWAT guys get lit up, he's like, "What do I look like to you? A sitting duck." And he, <laughs> his fucking delivery is so terrible. He had he had one with the sitting duck when, when he when he calls uh, the sergeant LAPD, and he's like, "Oh, you pissing in someone's out in someone else's pool, and I'm all out of chlorine." I'm like, "What? <laughs> what the fuck? Like this is too much, man. <laughs> You're not Arnold. There's no way." <laughs> Oh fuck! Rate it, dude. It's your movie. Rate it. Oh, I'm sitting at a high eight out of ten for this bad boy. Damn, yeah. that's love right there. Four out of five. Steve, Steve? exact same thing. Uh, but actually, I I saw Todd's uh, letterbox. You're at a two and a half star before rewatching it. So I was I was like I was. surprised to see it go up to a four. I'm like, all right, was, yeah. 
That was <laughs> I hadn't seen it since maybe twelve thirteen. Oh wow. Yeah, I, damn. I, see, I was at like a three and a half, and it's gone up to four. Like, the more I watch it, the more I appreciate it. But this is probably where it peaks because it is very long. I think there's definitely some stuff that could have been cut out. Yeah, it was long. Some of the things were just a little tedious, but I loved all the profanity. I love squibs when they use them in movies. Um, they, I just think that's the perfect way to go. Had a lot of fucking violence and everything. But for me, it's not as high as you guys. I'm sitting at a three and a half out of five uh, for Die Hard 2. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. Well, who are we moving on to next? Batman. Uh, darkness, uh, Batman. All right. Let's see. Cat. Batman. Batman Returns, 1992. This is my pick. Directed by Tim Burton. Distributed by Warner Bros. Released June 19th in 1992. Uh, 126 long-ass minutes watching it for the first time um, in a long time. Budget for this movie was about 50, 80 million, and it grossed about 266. Um, in this movie, we have a wonderful cast consisting of Michael Keaton, Michelle fucking Pfeiffer. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Christopher Walken. I hope we get you. Give me, give me the, give me the fucking Christopher Walken, dude. I want to give this power plant. It's his money. Oh, you see Christopher Walken, who I forgot was in this movie, and uh, Danny DeVito, who I fucking fucker scares me in this movie. Um, but just quickly, uh, Batman. It takes place. I think like five years later after the first one, I, there's a time jump. You get introduced to the Penguins uh, family, his mom and dad, which shockingly, I didn't know that was Paul Rubin who played his father. Yeah. I, I was, crazy. I was like, well, shit, that's Pee Wee. Uh, but they're the parents. Mom gives birth. She fucking screams. He goes in, he screams because Penguin uh, or Oswald Cobblepot, he's born all fucking weird looking so you know what else what are you gonna do you know why why not why raise them just put them in a fucking cage where he eats a cat and uh no that's not good enough let's just throw them in a fucking cold ice little uh lake that's that's the best way to do things really cool baby carrier though because that motherfucker's sturdy it was goes down every canal imaginable and he's fine i'm like damn they gotta put a patent on that thing but me talking about lateral transfers was out totally out of the question. Okay, I get, I get it. <laughs> sturdy, sturdy black uh, crib thing. All right, stroller. Um, basically, you're introduced to Batman once again. Uh, you got Christopher Walken who plays Max Shrek, uh, who's trying to build a fucking power plant. He's uh, trying to be. He's like that crooked guy who everyone loves. He's like a fucking El Chapo of of Gotham City. Uh, he gets found out that he's doing shady shit by Selena Kyle. He tries to kill her. Doesn't succeed. Obviously, we'll get him more in depth as we go. Uh, basically, just a lot of Batman versus Catwoman versus Penguin versus holy shit, how dark is this movie and how fucking sexual is this movie? Holy crap. I have, This movie has changed my life, but um, I'm going to just stop there. I'm going to get into a few notes that I put down there. You guys jump in whenever um but like i said this movie is dark and it's horny as fuck and i just i couldn't believe i i stopped it and rewound to make sure i heard some things that i'll quote here in a second but uh let's see what i put here i wish i could be my parents during the time that they let me watch this as a kid because if i watch this as an adult horrified i can't imagine how my parents felt in the movie theater in 92 watching as penguins trying to get rub his fucking little wiener on a selena kyle's leg 
Uh, Max Shrek, like I said, wants to build a power plant. Penguin kidnaps him. Penguin uh, wants to be like a social elite. He wants to discover where he's from. Um, both he and Penguin collab to make uh, the Penguin mayor. Uh, Selena Kyle is Max's secretary. She's killed by him after she discovers the truth of his power plant. She has a weird segue on how she becomes Catwoman. I guess you just fall out of a building, have a bunch of cats come and lick you in your mouth and stuff, and then you just all of a sudden become a Catwoman. So I've been doing uh, it this whole time. So I've, <laughs> I learned it. Well, well, you are a pussy, so whatever. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, Batman, I don't know how I feel about Michael Keaton's Batman after this one. And I grew up Michael Keaton fan because that's what we knew from the original. But then this one, I, I guess there was some kind of like um, Tim Burton didn't want to make a sequel, but he did it. And he wasn't really too high on this. And I kind of felt it throughout this movie watching it. Um, Batman and Selena, Kyle find out each other's identities. Uh, Catwoman dies or does she at the end if you stay tuned? Bruce is um, about to smash it too. They both, they like I said, dude, it was That's so, horny. so fucking horny. I there was an iconic line that I remembered as a kid. I, I guess I forgot it over time until I watched this. But honey, I'm home. Oh, I forgot. I'm not married. I don't know why that stuck with me as a fucking kid. Maybe my parents just hated each other so much that my mom said it one day when she came home. Um, Danny DeVito nails this fucking character of Penguin like that. I know that we've had a new iteration um, with Colin Farrell and the most recent Batman with Robert Pattinson, but this is the penguin that I think everybody grew up in love. Like this was, this was crazy, but he was ugly as fuck, dude. Like he was me looking in the mirror with that body type, like that fucking, Oh my God, his fucking flat ass and his flipper hands. Like, Oh shit. I was like, I need to start working out. Cause I'm getting really close to that. Every time he's cosplay as him. I could do just need to grow my hair out at this point. <laughs> Every time he talked and he had that black drool coming out of his fucking mouth disgusted me in this fucking movie. One of the scenes I hate the most is when he's eating the fucking raw salmon when Max Shrek's bringing him down. He, I wonder, did he really fucking, he had to have, right? Fucking raw salmon eating it with the hair and shit. Gross. Um, my favorite fucking line is when uh, Oswald is in his little hideout place and Catwoman shows up for the first time and he says, and I fucking quote, just the pussy I was looking for. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Holy crap. I'll stop there, man. Let you guys chime in because when I heard that, I was like, no fucking way. Well, uh, my favorite clo- quote is Batman saying, eat floor. And he fucking <laughs> eat slams floor. him. Um, my least favorite quote actually is, oh, and I fucking hate it. I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. me roar. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Get back to fucking work. Um, how could you? And then she plays Batman. He kicks the shit out of her. He's like, how could you? I'm a woman. She fucking boom. Gets his ass. Yeah. He's like, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Stupid ass Batman. Um, but no, Penguin was terrifying when I was a kid. And he's still terrifying. He's scary. Ooh. And then, of course, Catwoman was hot as heck. One of those oh gateway, one of those gateway women where you're just like, where you know, or whatever, guy or girl, you know, you're fucking. She's so hot, it's ridiculous. Um, she was hot then, still fucking hot now. Her performance yep. is great. Uh, Batman kills a lot of people in this. Um, blows up a henchman, puts a bomb on his chest, and just laughs it off. Lights <laughs> a little, lights a little midget person, devil guy on fire. Yep. Drives off, I think, with his exhaust. Yeah, this fucking Batman. Like, Batman, like chill. 
Hey, where does he store that big fucking jack that's underneath his car? That obviously, it's <laughs> a butt plug, dude. Um, and then one of my favorite scenes though is when Penguin grabs a girl's breast and puts a campaign pen on her tit. Yeah, and he's like, like dude, stupid little smirk. He's like, yeah. <laughs> but if anyone needed a fucking die in this, it was Penguin because he's just fucking garbage. So I got one note before Steve hops in. Is that you know with all the bullshit and like you know superhero stuff and over the topness. Penguin's got a really tragic backstory, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, he does. Pee Wee Herman fucks him over. Um, kills him. Tries to kill, kill him. kill the fucking kid. <laughs> Shit. Jeez, bro. He's like, he... They treat him like an animal. Where clearly he's like mentally deficient. He's deformed. So let's maybe take him to a home that can, you know, cater to that kind of thing. But no, let's just fucking kill him. Like, damn, bro. Like, you fucking... They deserved... They deserved to be killed by Penguin in this movie. Not be found dead already i would have liked to see that but what'd you guys see they should have sent oswell to the same uh zoo that they sent uh justin long and tusk Imagine. <laughs> <somewhere. Yeah. laughs> uh so i used to love 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 this movie you know i really liked the batman series i watched it a bunch of times you know i really loved the original batman the one with joker and everything so i had this film in high regard and i hadn't seen it in a long time so i was interested to revisit it and i gotta say it is not holding up the time no, nope. uh, and, and in part that's probably because at the time there was really nothing good as far as superhero movies. Whereas now we have so many awesome superhero movies that, in comparison, it's just like, oof, this is not great. Uh, there, there's just some things that are just really bad about it. Like, at one point, they throw vegetables at the penguin. Where the fuck do these vegetables come from? Like, where do they get these things? It makes no fucking somebody's sense. always carrying tomatoes, right. <laughs> Uh, you know, Max Trek is just so ridiculous looking. Like because it's <laughs> yes. Christopher Walken, I I kind of <laughs> accept it because he's so like goofy already. He's scary, right? Yeah, it's like it looks like off-putting. It's like after this, he got he went crazy and went to fucking Sleepy Hollow and became the headless horseman. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's he's got that same like fucking do and shit. It's just fucking crazy. Uh, I one of the lines that really stuck with me is from the Penguin when he says. What I put in your toilet, I put on my mantle. Yeah, like, what you what you put in your toilet, well, I put you in put my, in mantle. Mantle. my mantle. So, so much disgusting. Shit. <laughs> you put I someone should be like, you put pieces of shit on your mantle. Sure, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh and then I don't like that the villains were like circus villains because that was too close to the Joker's henchmen. And yeah. I wish they had done something to make make him different, different, you know? Uh and that just it's like why are they circus? freaks it makes it has nothing to do with anything that we've seen uh other than maybe the penguin being part of a circus because he's in i don't know it's just it'd be stretching maybe, it, yeah maybe he took over the remnant of yeah but um, they could have said that one, one line and they, you know no it's just instead why, they were the red they, triangle why would they even follow other? his fucking goofy ass though right because it was the myth of the penguin the man who lives in the sewer I mean, he ended up getting his penguins at the end, right? Where you had people yes. in actual fucking penguin, emperor penguin suits and stuff. Yeah. Right? And his origin, like, I, I think you're right, Todd. His origin story is really tragic. But I don't know if they played off it enough to make us care about the character. The way he introduces himself back to Gotham is such a weird thing. Like, they throw the baby... Like Well, he, the henchman oh, yeah. goes down with the baby, and then he just, like, levitates out of the sewer with the baby in hand. And all of a sudden, he's like gonna be mayor it makes no fucking sense it's just completely out of nowhere he doesn't even want to be mayor like it's just no he did it forcing him to be mayor he's just interested in doing like his homework to find his parents yeah there's just a this weird 
vibe to this movie to me. Even like I love uh, Michael Keaton as Batman, but even he felt off in this. Like, yeah, it it didn't feel like he wanted to be there. It just it it didn't feel like it was about Batman, you know. And the movie's called Batman Returns, so yeah, Batman didn't give a shit. Uh, I obviously like you know Catwoman. I I think she's great, but I have the same issues as you guys do. Uh, why why did she become Catwoman? Because a few cats like fucking licked her while she was <laughs> uh, thrown out of the building. Like it really makes no sense, and she's just cool to look at. You know, it's really what it came down to. And I loved how sexually charged both Penguin and her are. Oh my god, that, that scene yes. is, like in his room there is just like all sexual innuendo, and it's so gross but so like fascinating at the same time. Yeah, it's just uh, I like there's little things in the movie that I like. They have a great Phantom of the Opera. A nod at the mass party, which everyone is masked except fucking the two people who yeah, are that masked are Avengers, yeah. basically. Yeah. You know, like Batman and uh, fucking Selena Kyle. I love how Batman at the end, you know, he's in his regular Batman suit with like his, you know, his eyes are circled dark because so you don't know it's him. And as soon as he <laughs> takes off his mask, he's got no dark circles anymore. Yeah. He wiped the paint off his fucking eyes. <laughs> <laughs> as he took off the mask it's just yeah i'm i'm pretty sure he takes like bullets to those masks too but he's able to just rip it like it's fucking confetti rubber it's right, fucking yeah. rubber it's like what the fuck is this shit yeah it's a cheap uh, rubber mask you know yeah, yeah. so there, there are a lot of issues with this and my score has definitely gone down since the last time i watched it but there's still some good things i mean penguin is fucking freaky man it's just danny devito is so good as the penguin so yeah just a uh, last couple of things i had here before we rate this one um again i can't iterate Reiterate it too much, but but Penguin wanted to fuck, and I loved it. Um, I loved. Well, I didn't love it, but I thought like, dude, Penguin's fucking toxic. Not only is he like a pedo, but he's fucking uh, toxic because when Selena Kyle finally denies him on the roof, he's like, "Fuck you, bitch," and he puts her on his his uh umbrella to fucking kill her. Like, you're gonna die. Yeah, Yeah. that that no way, shape, or form is gonna carry his fat ass. Come on. Um, one another quote that came up in this movie is when they're at that ballroom thing that you're talking about that you talked about, Steve. And he's fucking Bruce says to to fucking Selena, and I quote, "So um, no hard feelings, Dan." Her response, actually, semi hard, I'd say, to fucking Bruce, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh my god, this is insane." Uh, this has got to be, in my opinion, the best Catwoman. Um, there's not much better for me, and oh, I yeah. love ha- I love Anne Hathaway because I think she's nice. beautiful and she did an okay job, but there's no better Catwoman, in my opinion. On the Michelle Pfeiffer, the fighting choreography was total crap in this movie. It sucked, but keep in mind like how how much Michael Keaton was limited in what he can do because fat fucking Batman can't look left or right, dude. I mean, he literally has to move his whole torso to to look. Um, my favorite Batmobile, hands down. This is the one I grew up with. It's my favorite. I wish I could fucking own a real one. Uh, love the Tim Burton touch in this movie because it's fucking there from the get go. Um, I love the bat suits that are on hangers because Bruce had no other way to put it. They're all just on hangers, uh, but definitely not my favorite suit. I... <laughs> no, the bat suit room is so stupid. It is they, like you have like, to walk like, around like, them. Well, come on, motherfucker. You gotta do something better than this. Fucking billionaire. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna have a little closet for my bat suits. And, and, and yeah. how impractical is the bat cave with like 
There's yeah. a point where they're talking to each other and they're like on two peaks of like a rock cliff, but it, you can't get from one to the other unless you jump in. <laughs> so unsafe, dude. Yeah, I let you watch. just talk in the fucking mansion upstairs? <laughs> right, exactly. Alfred, no. my food is fucking cold! I, I'm brooding, bro. Like, I get it, you're Batman, but your fucking butler is a hundred years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, uh, where's the fucking ketchup? Uh, <laughs> yeah. back upstairs. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Uh, this movie is definitely way too long. It, I mean, it was it was a little bit of a chore. I agree. You know, after seeing it before and loving it, it's definitely gone down because the movie doesn't hold up like it used to. Um, it's still iconic, but I have no desire to revisit this anytime soon. So to start off with the ratings, I'm giving Batman Returns a three out of five. Yeah, I'll mirror that three out of five. I don't think I ever watch it again. I won't either. <laughs> I actually went higher than you guys. I went three and a half out of five. That's, oh shit! It, it's it's still a Batman movie, you know, and that yeah. is like automatic points for me because I fucking love Batman. Uh, but yeah, it's you know this might be controversial. It probably is. This is my least favorite Batman movie in the like first four. You know, are you actually, kidding me? It, really? it actually, might, yeah, it actually might be my least favorite Batman movie. Period. What? Not, that's not a, that's a strong words, man. Because and know. Batman and Robins and Batman yeah, Forever. Man. They're they're pretty rough. Guilty pleasures, you know. <laughs> so, but one day we'll get to those. I promise you. All right, now, uh, now the movie we've all been waiting for. Yeah, yeah with uh, let me fucking... take a nap real quick. Yeah, <laughs> I was kidding. All right, so Scrooged. So this is a movie. I think it's from '88 or '89. I don't have it in front of me, but basically, Bill Murray. He uh, he plays a TV executive by the name of Frank Cross. And he's in charge of basically all the programming on that TV network called IBC. Uh, But he's a mean motherfucker. He treats his employees like absolute garbage. He wants to just put absolute chaos in all of his TV shows. His programming is super like high action, like a like a fucking Santa Claus with guns. And the the, the ranger died. Yeah, the six million dollar man who's like attacking stuff. You got. uh, father loves beaver and uh you know robert goulet with a fucking crocodile like chasing him just he's got a crazy uh view of what should be on television and he gets visited by the three ghosts you know to show him kind of the error of his ways and that's kind of what the story happens is him trying to realize that he's, he used to be a really good dude and he became a fucking prick because he became an executive and it all leads up to a big event like live show of a Christmas Carol that the network is putting on. So I've been watching this movie since I'm a kid. I fucking love this movie. Spoiler alert. I think it's great. There are so many lines that make me laugh from you can't fire him. It's Christmas. Oh, thank you. Stop his bonus check too. <laughs> you know, just like these little fucking super clever lines or at one point he's giving out uh, VHS or, uh, or bath towels, right? Yeah. So he's like going down a list. Okay, bath towel, bath towel, VHS, bath towel, bath towel. And he's just like giving bath towels to almost everyone. And then his assistant, who is a diehard fucking assistant, works super far for him. He's like, and hey, put yourself down for a bath towel too. And she's like, what about my Christmas bonus? Bath towel and a hand cloth. <laughs> you know, like just, he's such a fucking asshole. And I absolutely love it. Uh, in his gym, in his fucking room, it says cross a thing uh, they nail people to. That's his last name. So just like he's an asshole, right? And he, he's putting on this production and he's going and he's treating everyone like shit. Like at one point he's having a fight with uh, some of the people who are working on a set because one of the dancing girls, you can see her nipples. 
And he's like, I want to, yeah. I want to see her nipples, but you can kind of <laughs> see her nipples. And then this other guy's like, uh, and he's really looking, you know, it's just, it's just funny. And then this ugly girl gets knocked out. He's like, make sure you don't see her nipples. <laughs> yeah. He's like such an ass throughout the whole thing. And then of course he gets visited by the three ghosts. They go into his past to see, get a really shitty childhood. Uh, but he had a great relationship that he squandered. Then in the present, he gets to see just how, like, the effect of him treating people like shit, like his assistant, what she's going through, and his brother, you know, like, how much he misses him and stuff like that, and trying to go through life without him. And then his future, if he doesn't change, like, uh, he dies because, you know, he's too much of an ass, and his girlfriend becomes a bitch because she kind of learns his ways as opposed to him learning her ways, and I think it's a great movie. You know, it's got a good point, but it's funny, and I adore it. So I know it's both you guys first time watching it. I anticipate you guys both fucking hated it. So I'll go with Todd first because I actually saw his letterbox score. Uh, so you, Todd, you go first. I would love to see the Night the Reindeer Died movie. Awesome. I really love the opening. Like I was really into it. Like he's Bill Murray plays this character well. You know what I mean? Where it's a comedic thing that he plays straight, but uses his mannerisms and body language to really sell the scenes. I think one of the best scenes acting wise for him when he was at the lunch date with like his boss and he's like explaining this is like the new hire he's not replacing you but he's like uh. and you can tell bill murray is like super agitated but he plays it very very well um the cremation the cremation scene was pretty freaking dark um and then obviously it's a it's got a lot of heart right where you go back to the past and mom just like has enough and she fucking bones out and dad's just a piece of shit and he's trying to watch tv so yeah um the reason i don't have it high is because i just didn't grow up watching this man like seeing this movie for first time 35 it's like i don't know it just didn't grab me it's a well-made movie and some of the jokes land pretty dang well and there's some dark ass stuff in it and especially like the imagery gets really uh, gross at times like skeletons and things like that um but like then there's comedy where he's trying to hit on the chick at the set and people are building the set and like the joke goes on a little bit too long like shut up shut the fuck up and then they stop hammering and then the fucking entire set collapses what kind of fucking standards do we have on set guys but um yeah so i'll leave you that mana oh man steve i i get it you hated cyborg that you wanted to get me back you know, I thought U UHF was uh was up there, and uh, man, I wa I watched it, and I finished it from beginning to end, but this is a tough, hard watch for me. And I don't know if it's because I didn't grow up with it, or just I I'm honestly, and I hate to say this because I know a lot of people will fucking throw me in a burn pit for saying it, but uh, Bill Murray has never been like what I would consider a comedian like Chevy chase and stuff like, yeah, I see some funny shit with him in it, but Bill Murray is just, for me, has never really been a funny dude. Um, and then knowing, I think a lot of it too, that it kind of made me biased was knowing that he's been in a lot of films where he's clashed with people. He's been on SNL. He clashed with Chevy chase and stuff. So, um, I, like you guys said, that intro is fucking great. Um, when you put it on the discord for what am I watching? I had no clue what you were watching, but I'm like, Oh, it's million dollar Santa. And then watching this movie, I was like, Oh shit. It was the million dollar man. I didn't even fucking know. It just, 
I guess I guess I know uh, some useless facts. My favorite character in this movie, because of his fucking voice, is Elliot Loudermilk. Hey guys, uh, where's my Christmas bonus? Hey, hey, hey Mister Amy, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> You're firing me on Christmas. Like, I fucking love that dude's voice. My wife was totally irritated by him, but he was like my favorite running joke throughout this movie because you'd find him in so many different parts of the movie and he just continues to get fucked over it. It's, he's the tiny Tim, right? He, so, he just wants a drink. The whole yeah, movie. I just, he just want wants a drink. drink. <laughs> he gets my wife left me and this. And oh, dude, that was crazy. Um, I love seeing young cast you know, people that you know i've seen in movies recently that were younger back in here obviously age right uh but bill murray as an intolerable asshole yes i love that because he was such a fucking dick in this movie and it's like i i'm a fucking dick in real life sometimes but bill murray put me to shame with this shit um he plays the part so well because i think he really is like that um what else do i have the makeup in this fucking movie was like one of my highlights so when his boss comes into his his office and he's all zombified and shit fucking cool i think it was stan winston who did the makeup for this it was fucking great um i love that old uh zombie boss the yeah, ghost holding him out the window right at one point yeah it just fucking like, lets yeah, him go yeah yeah really good scene uh, i love the ghost of christmas future death because when he opens it thinking it's like the actor and you see all, that was so fucking it was so well done like i loved what stan winston brought to this but let me tell you ghost of christmas present nearly almost made me fucking throw something because she was just too much man kick him in the nuts hit him across the face hit him with like a pan or some shit like and then her voice she was just like it was just too much um <clears throat> so i felt like this movie was just super like over the top and unnecessary i love that karen allen was in it fucking marion ravenwood herself like add her to my list of michelle pfeiffer's for some reason i loved her especially indiana jones come on um i'm I, one of the cool aspects i looked at in the in the trivia was that i'm really i thought it was really cool that murray put his real life brothers in this movie so one of his brothers plays his dad in the flashback scene and then his brother in the movie is his brother in real life i believe um so i thought that was really cool to see that um, but the movie just felt so forced and the humor just like maybe that was funny in the 90s or 88 but i mean i was two in 88 so uh i don't know it just wasn't as funny uh it was a pretty tough watch and i can't just say it for myself my oldest and my wife watched it along with me and they were like on their phones half the time but uh yeah i just it was it was a long movie man it was right up there with uhf for me so i'm sorry i'm sorry but i watched it man you guys are just the grinches <laughs> you'll, 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 you'll get like fucking just hammered in the in the discord for this i'm, I'm sure. ready hey, i'm ready on, motherfuckers. um <laughs> yeah this movie is so fucking dark it's like so dark it could almost be like horror you know because there are a lot of like pretty scary scenes i mean his old boss yeah. is fucking freaky uh, so good though you now he, he plays a essentially like seven year like a corpse that's been dead for seven years after dying on a golf course he's got a mouse coming in and out of his fucking like yeah head and shit uh, it's so gross like it's such a gross scene it used to scare me as a kid that scene because really dark. oh yeah well i was a kid i mean you know i was uh, too <laughs> yeah, no, but you didn't watch it so yeah, yeah you're right <laughs> and then the ghost of yeah future is super freaky as well it's basically this big grim reaper i, I like the kind of reveal that where he sees him in the elevator and he think it's him but it's just the yeah the grim reaper from the show not from like the, his actual ghost 
you're right. The, the one from Christmas Present, she's like way over the top. Yes. Uh, my, my least favorite of the, of the ghost that we see, but I mean, it's still necessary, right? It shows kind of what was going on. It was really sad too with his assistant's like son, you know, like not has, talking. Yeah, he's PTSD from losing his dad. And uh, you, you just feel bad for the kid. Like he's getting picked on. They're using him as a Christmas tree. And you see him, he's like super smart. You know, he's, he like figures out that game super quickly. And, you know, he recognizes that. And um, there's a great message in this movie, you know, of if you treat people better and you don't know what people are going through in their life, uh, just, you know, if you treat them good, things will be better. Uh, and I also feel bad for that uh, guy who died that he, he, yeah, died the, uh, shelter, I right? hated. So, you know, a lot of these movies, I don't mean to cut you off, Steve, I'm really sorry. Uh, but you know how a lot of these movies, even like the original Ebenezer Scrooge and stuff, like it starts off, he sees everything, but then he wakes up before it all happens. That didn't happen in this movie. Like it all happened. The poor dude died in the fucking sewer. How fucked up was that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, just crazy. And it, all he had to do is, you know, he, he even says he asked me for money and I said, no, yeah. and maybe that money would have saved $2. Life, right? Yeah, exactly. So like, it's just crazy. Just the ramifications of your actions when you're a dickhead. Um, and it, yeah, the fucking, the whole future scene is really dark when he's burning and stuff and it's just it's super crazy do they really light his legs on fire in that shit uh, probably because not. It, <laughs> it's probably I, I was yeah, i was probably convinced really burned him I, yeah. I was convinced <laughs> i was like whoa they lit him on fire <laughs> yeah you know death star is not really either it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. no i see it every night i look outside dude it's not that big <laughs> shiny no <laughs> oh, damn uh, hey, what about, hey, have... uh the implications of dude coming to his work to do a workplace fucking shooting yeah, right. <laughs> and then they just gloss over it. Hey, let's make a joke over it. It's like, geez. You know, my, my wife had mentioned, she's like, that's kind of fucked up that they use the one uh, minority family in this movie as the kid doesn't talk because his dad got gunned down when he was little. I'm like, eh, I don't think it was meant for that at the time. I think it was just kind of a, a plot point. But, but I, I, at I the thought... same way, he's kind of the, it's because of him really that he got re- rehabilitated, right? He's really yeah. one of the big things Correct. that made him a good guy, so... If anything, it's representation before, yeah, you know, representation. So, and that's I, I liked his assistant. She worked so fucking hard for him. She was great. Such dude. a dick for to her. Like it's, it's horrible. You're not going home if I'm not going home, and I can't work if you can't work. And if I can't, I was like, fuck, that's dick he, move, bro. He like rips off her fucking um, like the drawing the kid did because of the oh, he was stupid. Like, yeah, too many fingers or not enough fingers. It's like. I hate it. He trashes it and just he's such hey, the, a dick in the beginning. It's crazy. The mom from the Goonies was in here. She was in the homeless shelter. So I thought that was cool. I kept trying to have you guys seen grown ups? I'm assuming yeah. you yeah, have. Of course. I was wondering if uh the grandma in this movie for his secretary, if that was the grandma and grown ups, because I think it's the same actress, but Mm-hmm. yeah that's totally stupid random thought <laughs> yeah uh, I, I like i said i love this movie i think most people who watched it in my my generation really love this movie it's one of the christmas classics one i watch every single year it's like one of the maybe five that i make sure to watch every year and yeah it's great who so. do you think in the discord likes this movie as much as steve todd i got cody uh, for sure uh weezer yeah I know Chuck does that. Chuck already rated probably it. All as one of his Joe probably probably it everybody. everybody. Yeah, everybody <laughs> who watched it. Just YouTube us? Yeah. <laughs> it not, was, enough, it just... not enough shooting in this one for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. John McClane I mean... would have fucking took him out. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, this was this was hard. I'm sorry, but, but if you don't like if you don't like Bill Murray, I mean, you know, I like already. Bill Murray. It's just an, it, you know. I like Bill Murray in Zombieland for the few seconds he's on there. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I can't really say other than Ghostbusters. I can't really say like I've seen any other. You don't like Groundhog's Day or? No, oh, that movie was just like, was like, like eh. Royal Tenenbaums or. I never watched that. He's doing, he's doing a lot of quirky shit lately. And then he just did uh, the, the world's greatest beer run with uh, mm. Zac Efron. Yeah. Which is a good movie. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, like I said, classic to me. I fucking love it. I'm giving it four stars out of five. Damn. Um, then it hit with me. I think I had it at a two and a half on Letterbox. Ugh, and that's even worse than mine because I'm I'm sitting at a two out of five for uh for poor Bill there. Sorry. I mean, you can go hang out with Weird Al if you Better want. Better than UHF. For sure, and it hundred percent. No, really, they're both they're both tied for me, well, man. I see because I still like Murray and I still like the graphics and all that shit. It just it didn't keep me glued to it, you know. So I, I got on my phone a few times. A few times. Yeah, I know we all know what you're looking at. You're Niagara Falls. <laughs> hey, I just want to have a drink. You know. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you. Oh, fuck. Loading that, tactical loading that shotgun. Jesus Christ. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. I didn't like the way it ended, too, which I know that was like a gag in some other movies prior. But they're like, hey, you on the right. You guys sing. Now you guys on the left. What about you who's been talking through the whole movie? I was like, I'm turning this shit off. I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, that's it for our three reviews. Please chime in in the Discord. Let us know what you think. I know you guys are going to eviscerate us um, for hating Scrooge, at least Todd and I. Um, You'll definitely glorify Steve because I know you guys all love that movie. Um, But that's going to be it for the year, man. I mean, next time we meet. It's a year end to review. Yeah, year end review. So what are we going to do? Like top five movies, games that we played this year, watched? Yeah, like we did last year. Yeah, I think it was top. Okay. Was it top ten top, movies? It was top, top ten for movies and top five games top five. played, right. regardless but, of year. Yeah, that's right. Games yeah. is p- just played, not the year. Yeah, not not really. We also yes. had we also had a top like male performer, female performer. Yeah, the awards. I'll, I'll send yeah. I'll send you the awards. For Ooh, the same Michelle Pfeiffer. As the the yeah, same one as the other. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So if you guys want to jump in with us and send us your favorite movies and games and stuff, I'll definitely like to look at it. We could probably mention it on the show. Um, but Year Ender is coming up, man. Um, and then when we reconvene in January, man, Bioshock got some got some notes. I've been taking. I've been playing it. I didn't get scared yet. We're how good. Far, I how think. far in are we with that? Uh, Two, I hours? just I just got into. Uh, I forgot what the fucking place is called. It starts with an A. It's after you blow up the submarine. Okay. You gotta go. It's like a like a fucking cafe jungley type setting yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So Arcadia you, or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's all like faint, like vines everywhere and like yeah. Yeah, yeah. hey, those oh, big gods. daddies are fucking interesting. Those They're big good, daddies. Pre- yeah, and I I've decided so far. Um, well, I don't want to spoil you, it. Uh, yeah. No gods or kings, only men. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but yeah merry christmas to all you guys thank you for listening uh for giving us your support for chatting with us in the discord if you're interested hit us up we'll give you the link come talk with us we talk a lot of smack to each other at each other you name it um but yeah merry christmas hope you guys all have a good one merry christmas teddy avery all you guys merry christmas merry christmas
Carmine, let me ask you something. What sets off the metal detectors first? The lead in your ass or the shit in your brains? Just the pussy I've been looking for. Naked, sexual charisma. I'm sorry, Mr. Cross. I am the censor, and I will not allow this costume on the air. Why not? Well, specifically, you can see her nipples. I want to see her nipples. But this is a Christmas show. Well, Charles Dickens would have wanted to see her nipples then. Oh. You, can, uh, you can hardly see them nipples. See, and these guys are really looking.